Insights on Responsible Business is a podcast about organizations building trust, security, and resilience to thrive in an era of stakeholder capitalism. Our host, Sir Rob Wainwright, talks with business leaders and experts about their experiences in charting a new direction towards commercial success and greater societal impact. Our special guest today is Heller Bank Jorgensen, the CEO of Competent Boards, which offers the global online ESG Competent Board Certificate and Designation Program with a faculty of over 100 renowned international board members, executives, and experts. Heller has a 30-year track record in turning environment, social, governance, climate, and sustainability risks into innovative and profitable business opportunities. She has worked with many global Fortune 500 board members and executives, as well as smaller companies and investors. In 2020, Heller was awarded the Global Impact Award and named one of the five people in ESG to look out for. Her newest book is going to be released, titled Stewards of the Future, a guide for competent boards. In today's episode, Rob and Hella will talk about stewardship in the 21st century. Over to you, Rob. Thank you very much, Vaidi. Uh, and a warm welcome to you, Hella, listening to your very impressive bio. What an interesting discussion we're going to have today. We're going to dive into the issue of responsibilities that business leaders have these days, as your book calls it, to be stewards of the future. Let's start with that book then, Helen. Why did you write it? Tell me a little bit about what its key narrative tells us. Well, first of all, thank you so much, Rob, for, for inviting me. Um, the book, well, I guess I hope to share inside from over 100 global leaders, board members, executives, investors, CFOs, others that have contributed to the book, and hopefully also a little bit of my own experience during these past 30 years. And I hope to share that insight so that leaders can make informed decisions. There are so many issues, as you know, that are now um, being put on the, the, the shoulders of board members and executives and CFOs and all leaders. And it's hard to navigate. So what I'm hoping to do is give that insight so that those leaders can have look around the corners and, and make more and better in informed decisions. It's it's hard to make informed decisions if you're not well informed. So that's at the end of the day, my, my hope. The sense, though, stewards of the future, it, it has this image, though, that, that also they are guardians board members these days are guardians of, of a bigger purpose than just maybe serving um, what what had been in the past, just a shareholder interest. So as I get the sense that, that, that you think there is a bigger role, maybe a more responsible one for the boards of today's companies. That's, that's correct. Yes, stewards of the future. Uh, you can think about you know, stewards of, of the financials. But I, yes, I do believe that board members, we we have a responsibility that are longer term. We need to also be stewards of what are the impact of the business. And more and more, we hold accountable. I, you have investors holding uh, board members accountable, but you definitely also have employees. You definitely have the talent that you actually want to attract your customers and etc. So, so stewards, you can think about stewards of the land, stewards of the water, stewards of the future. Also our employees, you know, are we there to make sure that what we do make a 
greater impact in a positive sense. Are we just there to take every single thought and and scent out of everything else and therefore providing a lot of externalities? I believe that we're stewards, we are leaders. I believe it is our role to look into the future and make sure that we make wise decisions about what are the right things to do today that will impact uh, tomorrow. And fundamentally, I think your book is also, and I've heard you, you speak many times about this, um, it has a sort of positive outlook that, you, you, that perhaps you do see that there are trends um, across the different boardrooms towards accepting that responsibility as you've just defined it. And you've, and for me, it's encouraging for somebody who's, who's, who's been working for a long time with so many global leaders, you're running also this excellent program for senior executives on what it takes for a company to be a responsible business. I should know, as you know, as one of your former students. Thank you, Mom. Wonderful it was too. Um, so all that experience, and I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Heller, but, but are you positive that there is now a, a groundswell, a shift maybe in business towards this idea of ESG, um, fair tax, other responsible things in society now much more central to a business strategy. I am. And and as you know, in terms of the book, I've now been out asking a lot of global leaders for what is called blurbs about, you know, reviews of the book. And, and what I hear over and over again from those leaders are, this book should be read by all leaders. This book should be read by all current and future board members. And it gives the insight to make those in those decisions so that we can see all the opportunities right so behind every risk is an opportunity and and it's it's uh, some was uh, of, of the people i asked was saying you know read this book and and start you you learn how to surf or you know you drown uh so so this opportunity that we have in front of us right now as leaders where we can make the decision or if we are going to be part of that zero economy, if we're going to be part of a future where our stakeholders say, wow, I want to work for that business. I want to buy from that business. I want to finance that business. Or we want to be in a situation where um, you know, people rather not uh, be, be part of the business. So that whole opportunity is right in front of right now. And yes, I see a lot of business leaders that are both being competent uh, when it comes to ESG, but also have the courage to make some bold decisions that are going to impact not only the industry, uh, but actually the, the world uh, in, in how we, we are going to drive businesses going forward. Yeah, and I see the same thing, you know, across the series of these many uh, podcast interviews that I've had the pleasure to do with so many business leaders, the same sense is coming through exactly what you just said. You've got even broader, wider experience. And as I said, it is encouraging to hear that. Um, it does seem to be happening now, this idea of being more responsible, putting ESG at the heart of the business, not not something that's an ancillary part. Um, what's driving that right now in terms of the timing, do you think? Is it the effect of the pandemic? What is it about about now that you, you think a tide maybe is being turned? Well, that's a good question. And, and as someone who have worked on this for 30 years um, and 
I was looking that in 2009, I said to New York Times that we will embed sustainability into everything we do. Uh, let's just say I might not be the best person to ask for predictions. But <laughs> having looked at all of the money that's now going into ESG investing, impact investing, having looked at all the young people that's out of the street, having talked to their parents, I, because that's the fascinating thing. Now, when I ask people, why are they joining the ESG Competent Board Certificate and Designation Program or the Climate Competent Boards Program? You know, it's of course to get that insight. It's of course to make sure that they can ask the right questions. It's of course to make sure that they can have those conversations with other stakeholders. But what I hear more and more is that, well, my children, my grandchildren have asked me, what am I going to do about climate change? What am I going to do about human rights abuse? What am I going to be, do about all of those other things that more and more on the front page of the, the Financial Times, um, Wall Street Journal, right? Suddenly you're starting to see some of those newspapers that never have been writing about these issues. And that makes, you know, the front page of newspapers, business broadsheets like that, that then that implies, of course, there's a, there is a recognition now that those sort of issues, all those that you listed, carry a financial consequence as well, a performance-related consequence for, for companies. So why is that? I mean, and, and indeed, how, how relevant is it also to the commercial success of an organisation, not just what its societal um, reputation might be? Well, you can say, well, if it's just reputational, but no consequences of that reputation. Yeah, it's not fun, but hey, however, what we're seeing is that we're seeing that, you know, people with money are deciding where to put their money. We are seeing that financial institutions are deciding who to lend to or not to lend to or, or on what cost. We're seeing that employees are deciding that they don't want to work for a company that don't share the same value, same values as as the employees. And, and again, customers that start to say, no, I don't want to be part of that. I want to buy products that I believe are part of the solution and not part of the problem. So, so you're seeing that whole change in in society and of course regulation is is now really uh, coming into play as well so it's no longer well we are in compliance with all laws of the regulations so we don't need to do this now you're starting to see compliance you know regulations which is impacting how a company needs to act and and report and uh, ensure that it it's ahead of the um, right side of the law, if you can put it like that. Yeah, and so that, that influence, those influence, those forces of influence are coming, as you say, from investors, from consumers, from, the, from your own talent um, and from regulators. Well, that's pretty much the full set of, of your stakeholders right there. And, and they're all kind of marching to the same beat now. So it is interesting. I guess there are many good examples, are there out there, Hella? I mean, you don't necessarily have to name check people or companies, but, but are you seeing, seeing pockets of, of, of good examples in certain industries, for example? 
I, I do. And, and I, the fascinating thing is that you're seeing from more and more industries. Um, and I think, you know, just adding on to what you just said, what about suppliers? We're not normally saying, well, you know, I need to do something for my suppliers. It's normally the other way around. I do something for my customers. However, due to climate, you're now starting to see that suppliers um, might be less supplied than that we used to. So having a, a better connection and better engagement with also suppliers as a stakeholder seems more and more important. So, so you're, you're starting to see that shift. And, and if you think about industries, now you have you know, steel manufacturers looking into how, how can we make green steel. You mm-hmm. have shipping industry. If you think about masks, masks now have made the decision that there is a chicken and egg problem. You know, how do we ensure that we have the supply of green fuel, let's call it that, ethanol, right, versus versus traditional, but have started to go out and ordered ships. So we need to have that as part of the full ecosystem. I just did an interview also with a Chinese uh, in company also in, in, in shipping that are doing some of the same things. You're starting to see this happening, right? You're starting to see... Um, you know, of course, we have the, the example of Unilever and, and, and apparel industries as well. So you have all of the industries that are really starting to say, how can we be part of the solution? How can they be part of the solution? Because, you know, our listeners might be thinking, sounds great. You know, where do I start? And as a board member, going back to where your real experience lies, Heli, you know, what are the tools of the trade here for, for, for board members uh, to get this right? You, you need to have the insight. There's no doubt about that. And, and I don't know if you know in terms of the, the, the program, the ESG Competent Boards program that you've been through, that, that we are going through all of these different areas and, and getting the insight. You need to apply that by asking the right questions to management. Right now, we have COP26 coming up. So a lot of companies are looking to see how do we ensure that uh, we can go out and, and, and have commitments, um, net zero targets, um, and a lot of questions are now being asked. Hey, is that, is that greenwashing? Is that green wishing? And as a board member, you need to you know, know the ABC of ESG and climate so that you can actually ask those questions. So... You know, knowledge is the first. Applying that knowledge, asking the questions. Don't take, well, we have that under control as an answer. Ask for budgets, ask for the plans, ask for the incentives that are linked to these issues. Look into reporting, talk to all the different, you know, both shareholders, but also other stakeholders. As an example, take you know engine number one that uh, just had a pleasure of interviewing uh, Chris James that 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 started the founder of, of engine number one and where they had um, took Exxon Mobil and have new three new board members via the, the proxy fights right what what are our investors what are our stakeholders expecting from us 
Are we listening to them? Sorry to interrupt, Helen, but it occurs to me listening to you as well, one of the greatest powers, I guess, any board has is also to appoint the CEO, of course. And, uh, and, and these days, I'm guessing board members will be much more conscious of, of these sort of issues in getting that appointment right. Correct. Uh, I, you know, Paul Pullman, who, as you know, is, is another one of, of our uh, faculty members, I think Paul was saying that he wouldn't appoint a, a, a CEO unless that CEO, you know, knew about everything from the sustainable development goals, of course, mm. climate, diversity, equity, inclusion issues, etc. So, frankly, all of the things I'm writing about in, in, in the book. Um, so, so, yes, you have that. But one thing is to appoint the, the the CEO, but you as a board member, you need to be able to um, guide, to know when to you know press on the speeder, where when to press the brake, and making sure that we we actually make the right short term decisions to reach the long term goal. All too often, I think I see that you know we put a long term goal in there, and that's. CEO number three or four that are going to be held accountable for that long-term goal. It's not working like that, right? We need to make sure that we have those short-term goals leading up to the long-term goals. Otherwise, we're not holding anyone accountable. You made a point about, you know, our children or grandchildren asking difficult questions because they one day will be the CEOs of these companies and they will they will finally get it right, I guess. But we haven't got that time, I guess. And people say that often enough, certainly on climate, of course. Uh, we have to start fixing the problem more urgently now. Are you optimistic, Helle, for the next 10 or 20 years before the next generation come to save us? I I am. Um, and I'm optimistic because, as, as you know, you and so many others are going through the programs, uh, the ESG Competent Board Certificate Designation Program and Climate co- Programs. And the feedback I'm getting is that giving us the insight, but also giving us the confidence to make decisions, to be courageous, to see the opportunities to make sure that we we take those right steps because that's what we need, right? It, it's, it's too much if, if we just put the heads in the sand. No, it's not going to go away, right? We need, we are leaders. We are supposed to be able to deal with dilemmas, but we also supposed to have the tools to do it. And not that many of us learned about ESG, environment, social governance, climate, uh, human rights, etc. in school, right? So that's why I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing to see how can I how can I inform all of those leaders to make wise decisions and be stewards of the future. Well, Helen, thank you for, for doing precisely that, for being a, a tutor of the times, as it were, uh, in terms of helping so many business leaders become better leaders in that sense. And um, thank you for the service that you're giving to to the business community. And of course, thank you for joining us today, because it's been a pleasure to talk to you on this interesting topic. And likewise, thank you. Stewards of the future. That's Helle Bank-Jorgensen's take on the responsibilities facing board members in today's business world. And she should know, having worked and now trained business leaders for over 30 years. 
It's a viewpoint that speaks of the opportunity large and small companies have to play a bigger role in fixing the biggest problems in society. The business agenda around the leading environmental, social and governance issues of the day has received a turbo boost by the effects of the pandemic and this renewed sense of urgency to tackle climate change, helping to drive a wider trend of responsible business practices around the notion of long-term value creation. For all that to succeed, those at the top of the business community have to be equipped with the best knowledge and the right vision to embrace the responsibility of building a different future. There are good examples to follow and some rules of the road as we've been hearing from Hele today. The prize on offer is successful enterprise over many years ahead. The prize on offer, no less, is a role in designing a better, more secure future for the world. Thank you for listening to another episode of Insights on Responsible Business. We hope you enjoyed it and will tune into our next episode. Please review us on Spotify, the iTunes podcast app or whatever popular podcast app you're using and find out more on Deloitte.nl. See you next time.